Team Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour, sound of our teen athletes. And all those people and businesses that support those teen athletes. Look at, we're packed. We're packed. Uh I love it. We got little people. We got big people. Last week we had four. Now we got 400. What are you doing? I know what. This all you. Fire Marshal, he's just and not going to put up with this with much, this lo- much longer. It's all those new commercials. <laughs> we got a commercial for him, too. That's it. We got lots of new commercials. We got Lisa Black in the house. Put your hands together. Michelle Myring. Pal is in the house. We got little pal people in the house. I love We got Dominique little Hackett. She's back. Woo! We got a little story to share about Dominique Hackett. We've got Erica Saldi here, the queen of Feels rat. like a telethon. Big I gotta rat. tell you. Feels like a telethon. Where's we have the Westmont here. I, well, I wanted to surprise everybody with that. We got Too Westmont. <laughs> We've got my Saka. We got Westmont Saka right. in the house. <laughs> Woo! Yes. I, by the way, have a dog who would love to play soccer with you. He's a great goalkeeper. Yes. yes. I'm really excited. And a defender, let me we're tell you. We're going to support Westmont Soccer. They're, yes. They're going to be uh, going abroad, and we're going to help them this year. But i got to tell a little story. And this is gonna, oh, it's story I, time I, already. So yeah. early in the show. I, I, I want to tell a story. <laughs> grab, grab some tissues. Hey, this is a good story. Oh, Lord. Okay, it's, it's about that. I have a good story. You got a story, too? I do. You want to uh-huh. tell your story first before my story? I do. All right, you, you tell your story. I we do. need tissues? All right, Michelle Myers going to tell a story. I Got know. It. Michelle Myring from PAL, and yeah. I brought two PALs with me. Right. Um, I brought Mark Hernandez, who's been with PAL, I think, since he was born, Aww. practically. He's graduated, but now he's back as an intern. Nice. So, volunteering time. And then I have Anthony. Hmm. Um, Anthony, you're adorable! <laughs> and on our walk over here, he said, you know, I've only been with PAL for a short time, but it's like my second home. But Aww. that's not... The story is one of our officers dressed up as Father Christmas and came to the teen center right before the holidays. And he asked um, Anthony what his Christmas wish was. And he said, my wish is to give gifts to the homeless. So we made that dream come true. And one day, um, sorry, uh, Officer Burley came and picked Anthony up. We dressed him up as Santa, and he went out, and he was able to give gifts. I know. (laughs) That's... I mean, if that's not a story, I don't know what. Because how how old are you, Anthony? Uh, I'm I'm 11. I'm about to be 12. Not soon, but close enough, I guess. I know. So what what made you decide that that was your wish? Um, Many people out there don't have family and don't feel the same. So I decided I want them to be part of our family and we need their society. I, we want them to come to us um, or we can come to them and give them gifts that they would appreciate or what they need to be out there. I know. And that's what he did. And it was it was amazing. It was all over our social media. And um, what was your comment about that day? Um, I wasn't that sure if people would really see it, but it made me feel good that I did it. Yeah. He told um, Judith it was one of the best days. Aww. So we, um, we're pretty proud of him because really he, he goes to Notre Dame and he just joined PAL this year and um, 
that's perfect example. Anytime you're giving from your heart, that's awesome. You're a special person. That's beautiful. I love that. Good job. <laughs> Look at that face. That's awesome. I know. So, yeah, so if you go to Powell's website, you have to scroll down a bit because this was before the holidays, but you'll see all the pictures. And um, it was just pretty amazing. So, we you can't you top can't, that you story. Can't. That's just, that's a... That's amazing. What a gift. So. Did you, do you uh, on your journey of doing that, do you have any special moments? Do you have, like, one special moment? Um, when I gave out the gifts. Yeah. <laughs> Just, do you say one special gift that you gave that you have, like, one special story from that time that you can share? There was a dog called Candy Cane. <laughs> it was funny because when, when we gave the gift, the person said, oh, the, I'm going to give the bow to, to this dog. It... It got me in the heart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so much. That's great. I know. Yeah. So yeah. So that he's a perfect example of the kids that come to Pal. Mark is another perfect example um, of the kids that come to Pal and want to keep coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little about about you, Mark. What got you? I mean, your mom. His mom works at Pal, mm-hmm. but he doesn't need to be at Pal, right. and he chooses to be at Pal. Yeah, well, it all started with, um, I believe, in third grade or fourth grade. And um, it was around spring break. And then we had this, um, they had this... Big Little Pal Camp. Big big Pal and Little Pal Camp, which they host every year. And they take high school kids, and it's led by high school kids. And they gather around kids from ages, like, in elementary and junior high. And then they take them all over and give them that week to the little kids. And then I remember meeting my big buddy, and his name was Kevin. And what got me into enjoying Power was that it was all run by teens that wanted to give back to the community by at least one week giving their time and helping out little kids. And for me, I felt like I wanted to do the same thing as well, which was to give my time and help out a few kids as much as I can. And that's what he's doing. He is our snack master. (laughs) (laughs) He is the snack master at PAL. So, and he's at Santa Barbara City College now. Yeah. He's a runner. So, I'm a runner, so he and I always talk training and nutrition (laughs) and where we're at. And we both suffered concussions, so we're always like, where are you at in your recovery? Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, that's what I always loved about your whole program because of the amount of people that you do have come back because that says everything, you know, that the experience that you've felt growing up there that you do want to go back because I've known that even with my kids um, coaching at St. Raphael's that I ha- it's kind of like it draws me. I have to go back and I've coached 27 years, but my, the time that I've spent at that elementary school, it's just like I just I couldn't leave. It's no. just, just so strange. I just can't I couldn't leave all those years yeah well I don't like my kids to leave anyway so. <laughs> exactly <laughs> they're but all you, my you kids you just pick it you just pick the ones like just oh, like yeah. where are you going no no that's that's not acceptable I mean you need you need to stay yeah yeah they just vibrate they uh, know they're all it. my kids yeah, exactly yeah yeah well I, so. I saw the snacks that you put out there too I wouldn't be leaving either yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, I, I do bake it. every now uh, and then it, yeah a little bit yeah it's just, just really, I see bit. it yeah so. I thought it was catered I mean th- just the presentation the yeah. plate presentation is amazing thank you uh, you're welcome you know it's what I do <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> the love 
It's just like you put the love out there. You just don't like toss it on the plate. It's just like seriously. It's like I thought it got delivered for the longest time. She's like, no, I, I make it like that. Yeah, but you put it on the plate like that too. It's like very pretty. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so give a plug to any kids out there who have not attended any of the PAL classes or or even visited your community center. What do you tell the new kids? Um, because it doesn't cost, yeah. I mean, what people, you right, it does uh, one thing. What do we have going on at PAL? Why should kids come to PAL? Well, we have a lot of programs that we provide. For example, a lot of, we provide tutoring, which is a big one. And then we also provide jitsu class and wilderness youth project. And then also we just provide a safe place after school from 3 o'clock to 6.30 where they can hang out, play pool, hang out with friends, play video games, or even talk to us and ask us, like, what's up and everything yeah positive mentoring Mm -hmm. right and i always like to bring this up too because because again i was the biggest one that was not aware of how your program is funded because you say pal and you think oh police you know um and you think oh that's funded by the city and again i was wrong and then when i brought it up to other people they were like oh yeah that's all taken care of well it's not it's not i know and so i like to really stress that so because i've gone down there with Dominique and we participated in one of your programs Dominique um, because we did this thing on making paper yes and we had such a great time and the kids are so well behaved and you're like wait a minute it's like Catholic school here I mean you know it was because you know not that I not don't know because I was I went to public school okay right you know but the the kids were so put your hands up oh I love this the two finger system oh I love that sit down I'm just just, I'm so happy here Um, and just it was so great Graves and you are oh my god and then all the kids that come back and you introduce everybody and you know the the kids that run the programs were from the programs and yep. I'm like Dominique do you think we'll get invited back and you haven't really invited us back but that's okay did I do did I do something wrong no, yeah we have you you are welcome anytime we, well, I wasn't invited I didn't know if I did something wrong did, did you do something wrong because I don't remember I'm looking checking my emails it's okay no. though you crossed a we, line we left was I too loud. I don't know. Was I? We left new paper on their window. (laughs) (laughs) Did I mess up the windows? Because that's where the paper had to dry. I know. know. That was the big little pal camp, and that is coming up, and that's the one that he talked about. It was so fun. But we do raise... All of our all funds. of it, uh, yeah. So all I of mean, our funds. So I really write, and then the haunted house. Oh my goodness, is that an event? That we turn yes. the, the teen center into a haunted house. The kids do. The kids are very yes. instrumental, and the kids are the ones who are the actors. And this year, I had surgery the day before, so um, I couldn't go through. But I I went and. Mark is so sweet. He led me through before opening. In every room, he's like, Miss Michelle's coming through. Don't scare her. Right. Miss Michelle's coming through. Don't. Because I scare so easily. Yeah, I had guard. I went in with the police officer. Yeah. I'm just saying I did. But they I do had a to. great he job. He had a gun. No, I'm just, well, he actually did. Yeah. <laughs> just like he did. He was yeah. well armed. I know. Because I get scared. I but you scared. can find out about all of our programs oh, or donate to the programs by yeah. going to our website, mm-hmm. www.sbpal.org. Mm-hmm. We have an event coming up. You can find information about that. That's on April 12th. 
Uh, Do what I did. I just showed up. I mean, really. I just yeah. walked in, and I just wanted to just on site, on just un, just unannounced, and I just showed. And I was just, I was wowed. Yeah. So they these, you know, you need everybody needs help. Everybody needs support. And again, and they, it's a great program. And if you if you just didn't know about it, they they really could use your services because they. How many kids now? We average. We have about a hundred and thirty five registered, and we average. Nice. Mark, probably about 45 a day. Yeah, nice. that's right. Yeah. About 45 And a you day. have room. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's room. And, I mean, it's not a difficult process if you wanted to drop off your child. It's it's a, it's a one piece of paper, right? Right. Just, Ages yeah. 11 through 18. Yeah. And then to fill out a form. Yep. Sign it, and they're good to go. That's it. Sign that's it. it. Let's see? One little piece of paper. That's it. It's not a big process. <laughs> I Sign at that the, form, Mom. Sign Dad. that form. I know. Sign it. It's, it's not hard. Everybody's so delightful in there, too. I love it. Yeah, don't make Erica excited. come over with the police officer. A lot of people just don't know about I mean, I, I shouldn't say don't know about it. That's not, that's not correct. They just, what, what would you say, Dominic? Well, it, um, it's an asset to our community mm-hmm. because the kids are getting to realize how safe our community is. And they're right. getting to know people. And they're getting to know our first responders. Absolutely. So that if something were to happen in their neighborhood, they, they would quite possibly recognize the officer that's coming to help. Mm-hmm. And that is so beautiful and so important. I mean, I think for nothing, if I knew about it, like I know about it now, what do you think my kids would be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> At Pat. <laughs> That's where my children would be right to today. I know. Mm-hmm. I would drive them. They'd be going to Pal. Uh, well, why? Duh. I mean, I'm serious. Not like D-A-A-A-A. Where, where's your kids? At Pal. Duh. I mean, really. You had the to spell it, The huh? safest place in Santa Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. It's, I mean, honestly. And yeah. my children would know every single one. And then I would know them. Yeah. I would want to know them. Seriously. Let me tell you, it beats a panic room. <laughs> right. Yes. Right? All day. It, this is like a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. I know. I have to overdo it again. <gasps> I Guess know. what? It's time yes. to take a break. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we are going to talk to maybe Lisa Black, or maybe we're going to bring in the ladies from Westmont. I don't know where we're going to go. Okay. All right? Okay. But we're going to go someplace. Awesome. Let's take a little break. We'll listen to some nice messages. It's Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with more after these messages. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salder, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Yes, they're so adorable. I know. They're pretty cute. You're so blessed. Thank you. Seriously, I'm so happy you're here today. I know. Well, I got I texted you. I got I called know, into so, a meeting at 3. And then it ended. Then you like said you had to go on Team Sports Radio. I know. I know. And um, <laughs> I walked out, and I said, "Who's going to come on the radio?" And um, little Anthony, we call him Polito, at the Teen Center. And I've wanted to bring him on because mm. of that Christmas story. Um, and then Mark's been there forever. Right. And so it just worked out. I love it when you come and bring, introduce your people. I do, too. And they do such a good job. They were like, we're so nervous. We don't know what to do. <laughs> and so, 
Are yeah. you going to invite us uh, to make more paper? Yes. Like, gonna come? Okay, good. Or just come hang out. Just come in and hang out. Yeah. No. I think Dominique should do like this whole little Braille thing because, you know, she teaches Braille now over at the Braille Institute. And I think we should do like a little thing maybe of, you know, a few little sided Braille things. Yeah, we can so do that. we'll segue into that whole Braille thing. So Dominique teaches now Braille. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, when did you learn how to do that? You know, because now she's like the... <laughs> president she she took over her mom's braille nonprofit okay. which is like <clears throat> like 100 years old and actually yeah. the same braille nonprofit that actually made the braille books for Helen Keller did wow. not know that either okay it's fascinating right so we also did not know that i have the we have the biggest braille library at in coincidentally oh, like in if you county. in the county wow that's in my garage Oh, wow. Coincidentally. <laughs> okay, because they, they decided to go all technology. You know, and right. they, so her Braille nonprofit used to be actually, relo- I'm going to let you talk about it. Okay, <laughs> I know. Well, let, me, let me finish the story. Okay, so <clears throat> what we did was we, because cited Braille to me is fascinating because I always had this loop about words, you know, because, you know, I don't know if you know, because I, I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. Did you catch on that? Okay. <laughs> so, so I never could do like alcohol drinking or anything like that. People always thought I was on stuff, but I really never was. Um, I, my brain just goes really fast. So, when I looked at this I'm like oh too cool code you know I always wanted to do yeah. something and nobody else could do and so I could stare at this I'm like it actually relaxes me and when I stare at it long enough it just like knocks me out it's so cool so um, so we added the and then we have this code and you have to find it and then you get a discount on this book I'm holding which is our journal so the coolest thing was she found some old braille books that were like 50 years old in Santa Barbara at their office so when she looked inside them because it's acid free paper right. nobody could really use them because the little dots right you know they were nobody worn could down. worn down thank you Dominique she's so cute when she helps me <laughs> it's so helpful to have a friend she, she a little friend in your attached. ear she's so smart it's like Jiminy Cricket it's, it's, it's so helpful so I saw her like one night and she was like you know at Michael's you have the little pearls the tiny little ones yeah so like a little speedy button like she has this device whatever called, what is it uh, <laughs> whatever okay I'm, I'm telling the story it's called an uh, uh, owl owl A-W-L uh, owl. making books so making books so it's like this it's a porny stick. thing so she found this owl and she's taking these little pro- at like lightning speed boom 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 and she was replacing all of the dots with these pearls who does that? So I watched it for like an hour. So she did book after book after book. Like, and her and her mom, her, my mom, her mom and me were watching her for like for an hour. It was mesmerizing. And I said, like, so like I'm making her tea. Her mother's like, can we wash? You know, can we wash your feet? You know, like <laughs> Mary would wash Jesus's feet. You know, because I know the importance of that. Right. Because the the people only have technology. What if the lights go out? Did anybody think that was there a blind person on the committee that said take away your books? You know that doesn't make any sense. You know you only have technology. Okay, I'm going to get to you one second. Um, so you know, and then she so she's they're making these books. I started crying 
because I know the value of making a book for a blind person because I started like thinking about it I mean Dominique I really realize what you're doing like doesn't because this is a lot of work yeah. boom 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 yeah. like to make a book right yeah. and I'm like oh my god okay I'm gonna let you talk now I am so I just I gotta share this story Dominique because I could believe that what you're doing so now somebody has a book and now she's making another book and another book and then she's gonna buy actually you know the machines to make books high thing books so people could have books because there are no books now the books that we have in my garage are um, religious not theosophical so we don't want okay I'm going to shut up <laughs> thank you I had to say that you know you don't talk about yourself that's all I'm saying that's it thank you Lord I had to put that out there okay Dominique Hackett thank you. just real fast so okay. technology is changing and sighted people are trying to figure out how best to support our vision impaired population right and so there's a whole lot that we can do with technology and there's all sorts of different pieces of equipment but the basics of learning the braille alphabet that's really important. I mean, think about it. When you go to an elevator, you go to an ATM, we are all familiar with there being Braille all around. And even when you go to Spar Starbucks, you can buy a Starbucks gift card that has, has Braille, Braille on it uh, so that people know that that's their Starbucks card. Right. So uh, Braille is very important for our visually impaired population. And 75,000 people every year are becoming visually impaired for various reasons, whether it's diabetes or something that's happened to them. It's like a month, so this is a cause that's not going to go away. But the books that we have in the garage, they're old philosophical texts that aren't necessarily what people are currently reading right now. And right now, we actually have a huge Hispanic population that's learning Braille. So we really need to Braille new books that are something that everyone wants to read. But just think about it, as a sighted person, when you pick up a book and you can sit under a tree with a book, well, a blind person wants that same enjoyment. Right. And so that's what we're doing. By teaching Braille, we're sharing that enjoyment of being able to sit in the silence of your own mind and enjoy whatever it is that you want to read. And our nonprofit, uh, like for example, we have five copies of the Bible. Yes, it takes up ten volumes because for every page of text, it takes between two and three pages of Braille, Braille. Wow. to Braille a page of text. And that's contracted Braille. So if you're doing Braille where you have every single letter, it takes even more pages. Wow. So there's a lot to learn when you're learning uh, any language, but Braille is learning another language yeah. and it's really fun so what I'm doing is I'm taking grade one braille books which we are still using to teach people that were produced back in 1960 and they were uh, made of such great quality the dots have become depressed but the pages are excellent yeah. so what I'm doing is I'm just reconditioning the books so they can continue to teach for another 50 years well done, you. Yeah, well, I just like, yeah, Dominique. I mean, I seriously. Know. I mean, seriously. Well, Dominique. hats off to the Santa Barbara Braille Institute yes. for right, all yes. of the work yes. that they're they doing for yes. our visually impaired people. They right. help with mobility. They help with cooking classes. They help with yoga. It's tremendous what our community is doing. And if anyone wants to volunteer, please just walk into the Santa Barbara Braille Institute and say, I'd like to help. Well, I'll be there on the 19th. They're hosting the ED Roundtable, so it'll be a great opportunity, at least for a lot of the nonprofits, to learn more about the Braille Institute. Yeah, it's a great, great, great organization. And, I mean, like I said, oh, I'm teaching Braille to... Sp I have six students now, and I'm teaching Spanish. What? Yes, I'm learning Spanish. Uh, you're learning <laughs> Spanish, but you're teaching Braille. Braille. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to Spanish-speaking, I'm like, wow, 
Good to know. But with bringing home those Braille books, I just, I'm just, uh, I don't know. It was just wa- watching somebody doing it as fast as she was doing it. It was just, and then gluing each book. I mean, it's just, it, making books is just a lot of work. I just, when you're actually holding a book now, I just have a better appreciation for a book. You know, you don't really, especially the older books, the leather-bound books. So, of course, I had to Google it then of actually how to make, you know, you really don't really appreciate the old craftsmen of how they actually made a book. It was actually fascinating. So, I don't know, it's just like, and then you see these books just getting tossed, you know, and you just don't really realize the amount of work especially, you know, that it took, uh, it was really a, a labor. You really actually had to love doing it. And, you know, you see technology and everything like tap, tap, tap. But seriously, all it does is take the electricity to go out. And then hmm, what do you have? Exactly. See, so your, your generation, it's funny. So let's, let's, I know we have a minute. Should we take a break right now? Okay, let's take a break right now. But we have two lovely ladies in the house from Westmont. We're going to get to them right after these messages. Sarah Casalda, the Queen of Teen, will be back with more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. All right. I say soccer. You say Gabby. I say soccer. You say Sophia. Football. Football being very, very good to me. Okay, Gabby Ha, Sophia, handwriter, perchance together. I'm so happy because when we got to keep it in the house. Oh, yeah. yeah. Keep your connection. Keep, that's a good, I know. Yeah. I, well, I said, so calm down. <laughs> <laughs> she first got here, she's, she's doing the breathing. Getting warm, like, yeah, warm up. You know, that pregame. So, that's yeah. definitely. So can they hear you? Like, because they could, they definitely could hear me. Oh, yeah. Oh, can yeah. they loud can hear you? Loud. Certain okay. dominance. Exactly. Well, definitely. Right. The, the keeper's the leader on the field. Exactly. You yeah. have to listen to your keeper. Yeah. Because they see everything. Everything. Yes, so, that is true. Are you the director? So when I coach, like when that's what I say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like the definitely the conductor. I hope they listen to me. Yeah. I mean, Especially when they're yeah. all coming. For the benefit. <laughs> Especially when everyone starts crawling your way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it. This is awesome. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So tell me what happened this last season. So what, 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 what went on? This last season, we did well. We ended up finishing second in our conference. Nice. We went to the GSAC finals nice. and didn't end up making it, but we did really well. We had a lot of girls make the All-American team. Team, wow, um, that's awesome. And get conference honors. Um, Good. So it was an honor to be able to play out there and just. Westmont women's soccer is really unique in the way we're such a family and we really love our community and our community is just really affected each one of us individually and supporting us and. It's really the job of a lifetime to be here and doing this in Santa well, Barbara. Went, a lot went on last year, too. Yeah, yeah we yeah. So had a lot, for sure. Yes, I mean, a lot went on last year. So you had, a, you know, everything in the community and everything that went on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it must have been very difficult. You were hit, mm-hmm. you know, with uh, everything, all the disasters. Yeah, mudslides. Yes. Evacuated. Yes, I didn't even know how you yeah. stay focused. So, yeah, yeah. It, was, so. it was honestly, like, 
seeing the community Westmont and Montecito and just Santa Barbara in general come together like that Mm -hmm. um, made us much more of a closer knit family and it's an honor now just to have those connections and you'll never forget it yeah never forget it for sure so you're what grade are you guys in I am a sophomore. And I'm a nice. freshman. Woo! <laughs> freshman. <laughs> the freshies. Not for yeah. much longer. No. Yeah. What, you got like a two, two months? months left? Yeah. Two months left. Almost sophomore. Almost there. Uh, so how many girls are you carrying on your squad? We have about 21. We just graduated four seniors. Yeah, and so we're getting eight freshmen next year. Nice. Shout out to those freshmen coming in. Um, okay. But yeah. It's exciting. Okay, mm-hmm. so what do you think for next year? So you got to build on for this year. Mm-hmm. So, so we're going to, hopefully, we're kicking in spring training right now. I've been working hard five days a week out there early mornings and late <laughs> afternoons. Yeah. And um, this May, we're actually going to end up going to Africa. Nice. And Uganda and Kenya with Sports Outreach Institute um, to do some missions work. And we're really excited Okay. Yeah. So we need to help you with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would very much appreciate that. Any gonna, support. Yeah. Are you going to have a fundraiser like with the school, like the girls a few years back? I don't know how many years yeah. ago. Remember we helped with that? With yeah. the mm-hmm. girls basketball, basketball team. Yeah. yeah. Had a we, little uh, deal over at somebody's house in Montecito or something. Like, was it not mm-hmm. Montecito? It was in Hope Ranch. Yeah. Yeah, we have, a, um, we have an auction coming up on April 7th, actually, at April. the Global Leadership Center from 2.30 to 4.30. Uh, April so 7th? We yeah, got lots of good stuff, yeah. too. Okay. We've had, the community's just been so gracious to us. We have many different donations and diverse range Rich of things, things. <laughs> that came in. Yeah, that came in, and so yeah. we're really excited just to see okay. what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll we'll definitely participate in that for you guys. Um, we have um, a, a Saul Alcaraz, you know, the glass blower. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. So we'll definitely get something from him for you that's guys. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we would appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> That'd be really cool. So um, I can help with that, facilitate that for you guys. Um, that's not a problem. Um, and then you. look at Lisa over there. <laughs> Who wants to do something girly for you guys? <laughs> Who wants to do something girly? Just something special on the side. Since you, anytime people show up from the team, mm-hmm. you know, she wants to like, I know she wants to participate in something. Just mm-hmm. something a little special for you guys. And oh, then wow. anybody so on the cool. team, could, but you guys showed yeah. up. So, like, because you guys showed up, you get something special. And then everybody else just gets leftovers. (laughs) Oh, who said that? Is is this going to be... Nobody listens. We'll keep it a secret. No, no. We're just on SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud. Everybody listens. Okay. Lisa, Lisa Black, the best... I'm going to say it. Like, my mom was an esthetician. She's still in... Well, she's actually might even beam in the room, okay? But she was the best esthetician, okay? Lisa, and I've had a lot of estheticians, Dominique and I both, because we pamper ourselves. Because when you get over 50, take care of yourself, okay? But when your mom was an esthetician, I, I was her model even in my early 20s when mm-hmm. she became an esthetician. And back then, they didn't have the technology. So when the steam machine used to spit on you, and I used to have to... Well, it did right it did yeah. so we i used to have to warm up that steam machine so you know and forget about you know she was a german immigrant and that whole thing born in a bomb shelter in 39 and stuff so i used to have to take it like oh it's okay do you know what i'm saying it's okay it's just a little steam wasn't a little steam it was hot a little burn it was a hot water okay but i used to have to warm up that machine and when it stopped spitting then my mother's friends used to get the shh 
<laughs> but I used to have to sit in that machine and take it. That's how come I was a born goalie catcher. You know what I'm saying? I used to have to take it, okay? So I will tell you that Lisa is the best esthetician that I have ever Dominique you could and then also Dr. D will say the best esthetician ever wow. that's all I'm going to say Lisa okay Kat. so Lisa's going to ask you some questions about how you're currently taking care of your skin before your games and stuff like yeah, that yeah. Ooh. yeah okay and then uh, uh, and what she does after that is on her <laughs> okay okay, okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. hi <laughs> Gosh, nice, yeah. it's nice to meet you. Girls. A lot of pressure. No. <laughs> so, what do you girls do to take care of your skin? And do you have? A, are you on a skincare regimen? Do you see an esthetician? Um, I don't think most of the girls on yeah. our team see an esthetician, um, but we definitely take care of our skin. Like mm -hmm. practices before games, we're putting on sunscreen because we're out in the sun twenty four seven. Yeah. Um, especially during training camp in August, it's hot and the sun's right on us all day. But <laughs> yeah. um, sunscreen, lotion, sunburns, aloe vera, you know yeah. the routine. But other than that, yeah, yeah. good cleansing, yeah, good cleanser, exfoliating yeah. scrub, mm -hmm. toner. Mm -hmm. Do you cl do you uh, wash your face before and after yeah I wash my I think most of us wash definitely after, after. yeah, yeah. sure clean yeah. off get the sweat everything. sweat and dirt, dirt. <laughs> sometimes yeah. blood if it's a rough game grass <laughs> it's it bloody um, yeah. <laughs> um, so have you ever had a facial I actually had a no. facial before I came to college. Oh, it was really nice. Yeah, fancy. Yeah. I've only yeah. had one though. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm gonna offer. Um, so, for you girls, um, I'm gonna offer come in maybe for a treatment, um, oh. and I'll do something like I'll give you um, complimentary eyebrow wax or your choice of. Um, about a brow tint or eyelash tint Ooh. with the treatment, so you get a choice, and then, um, and then, like maybe give you a really good, reasonable price for a facial, maybe fifty-five dollars if you awesome. want to come in for. Okay, so know what we're gonna do? Cause it's me, I'm Erica. So you're gonna give them like you know what you gave us, and I won't take care of it because I'm the queen of teeth. <laughs> Yeah, because Dominic like kicked me, and I'm like, you know, why are you kicking me? What, what is the kicking? What's the kicking for? Like, you know, what? What is, is the kicking? I know. I guess it's soccer. It's, yeah. it's just like, what is? What is the kicking? What? One minute he's yeah. he's going yeah. at me. By the way, the only facial what? I ever had before Lisa's mm -hmm. was in dodgeball. Okay, got it. Ah. That was the only facial I've ever yeah, had. Exactly. Bam! All right, good. Yeah. So like, yeah. So she's, she's the kicking needs to stop. Yeah. Okay. And then what? What you will? What yeah. you'll do? And then any of your friends, like whatever, she'll do like the eyebrows. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do eyebrows for anybody who's not here. And then can you do rainbow people, eyebrows? This will spread. <laughs> this will spread. You know, on the West My Campus, that you know, Teen Sport Radio rocks. That's right. Oh, yeah. Which everybody knows that anyway. Okay. Yeah. Spread like wildfire. Okay. Yeah. No, wait a minute. Like, no fires. Scratches on you now. Like. Uh, oh, it'll just spread. Yeah. It'll spread. Okay. I can't <laughs> think. Of We're good. spreading. We're spreading. Non, yeah. <laughs> non emotionally generating <laughs> acronym. Yeah. So never mind. Metaphor. So um, Lisa, yeah. uh, previously she's explained to us the reason why we should wash before we go into sports is because frequently we're touching our face, mm -hmm. and so if you wash before you do your sports, then uh, try not to touch your face, right, Lisa? Mm -hmm. And there's less chance of you causing yourself more um, damage to your skin. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, we got smushy. That means it's time to take a break. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. This is Erica Saldo. We'll be back with a lot more after these messages.
Salda, the queen of teens. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Okay, Dominique, what else do you want? <laughs> I've got more questions about what happens when you go to Africa. That just sounds so exciting. Yeah. We're so, yeah, yeah. definitely excited. This has been a tradition for the past 10 years in our team, um, even more than 10 years, I think. think right, longer, Fifi? yeah, since, not since it's 2006. Six, yeah. Yeah, 2006, our team has gone every three years to Africa um, with sports outreach to help. We play soccer. Um, we do a lot of women's empowerment and kids' ministry. Help in orphanages. Mm-hmm. Help Feeding. with HIV yeah. victims. Yeah, yeah, feeding programs, um, and the girls, every time they come back, they have nothing but good things to say about mm-hmm. how their vision of just humanity yeah. and, like, us as a whole and how we're so interconnected just through sports and to be able to share that passion with mm-hmm. them over there um, and see, like, we have soccer as a common denominator, we have God as a common denominator, and just all these different things um, make us so much interconnected than we think. Yeah. Um, and then we get to come back and tell our testimony of what these amazing people are doing over there with the kids in Africa and try and get more people to come and support. So what our trip is, yeah. I feel like a lot of people will come back and say that they told their parents what happened and that their parents will come back and say, you've like changed completely as a person and mm-hmm. it's only for the better and all the stories that they have to share are just like incredible, so. It's so heartwarming and I really applaud Westmont for all the leadership things that your school is about and involved in and encourage and inspire. It's just, uh, you have the potential, not only of changing your life, but changing the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is so beautiful. And the commonality of all of us sharing through sports is really huge, and especially with girls. We yeah. really encourage girls to be participating mm-hmm. in teen sports. There's just so much that occurs. And if you look at the CEOs and CFOs of all the major corporations, the women, like 99% of them, pers- participated mm-hmm. in a, teen, a college teen sport. Mm-hmm. Our chief of police played collegiate volleyball. Mm. So that's yep. it is a it's just it's a confidence builder. It's um, my background's exercise science and I coached for years. But it's just that confidence builder and you get to relieve stress and you mm-hmm. you know, you get to leaders pop up in sports that normally may not be leaders outside of the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um and you just you have to work together you cannot you can have the best soccer player in the world on your team but if they don't work as a team it's Mm -hmm. not going to help you so I think that's another thing so when you're part of a team you learn how to work together and you understand that everybody has a role Mm -hmm. and sometimes you may have to expand your role you know like you have your midfielders um in your fullbacks, but they may ne- they may have the ball and need to push it all the way up and score. And yeah. so then your, you know, your midfielders <laughs> drop back. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's where it that translates into life, mm-hmm. where okay, if somebody ha- has the, the ball going forward, then let them and you drop back and, and take care of their job. I think that's mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it it I like what you said because it come off what Anthony said. We're all 
part of the same family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and for, you know, and he's what, 11? Mm-hmm. And he realized that it doesn't, you know, yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. We're all part of the same. So kudos to you guys for <laughs> going to do that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's huge. Role, we learn role precision and role transcendence. Mm. Yeah. And the, the other thing that we get through sports, too, is we get to problem solve in an everyday world environment where you can't control the outcome. Yep. And yeah. you have to be okay with not winning the game, even though you gave your best. Yeah. So there's there's so many qualities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually one of our core values, too, is adaptability. And within the game, within our schoolwork, within life, just it goes so much beyond the soccer field. And give so much thanks to our coach in teaching us that that soccer is a part of our life but the things that we're learning now will go beyond that mm-hmm. um and it just shifts and changes but to be able to stay strong and stick to your core values is what's going to make you successful in the long run mm-hmm. i feel like we hold each other like accountable for academics and on the field and mm-hmm. it's really nice like having the family aspect because like we all respect mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. so we'll like push each other to like be better and like push ourselves so it's really nice to when I coached my my Dominique loves this when I coached um, my thing was always to not only um, the schools that I coached in everyone had to play half a game okay that was just our little thing because everybody plays the same everybody plays the same but it wasn't that everybody played a half a game everybody had to make a basket that was just my little thing Mm -hmm. so to encourage that blended cards was my thing I I allocated so much money through my business that I bought so many blended cards so to encourage that everybody scored when the the less dominant player um, to encourage that that player made a basket when that player made the basket it was blenders for the team so that's how I mean it was a slam dunk and it was funny I'll never forget this as long as I live I mean and it was that that child didn't make a basket, and it was the fourth quarter, and on the kids on their own huddled together, and they said, "Okay, that you know, they that he has to make a basket, no matter what." <sighs> and it was like one game, and it was a strong team, and they they was going to sacrifice the game just for this kid to make a basket. And I couldn't tell you how the kids were crashing the boards, giving them the ball, <laughs> crashing the boards, giving the ball, crashing the boards, giving the ball, and then finally, the third and last time, he made a basket. You would think that they won the Olympics, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. And they finally go, blenders for the team. I did the blenders, I did pizza, I did, and I'm talking, the parents went off, everybody went off, but I just, and I didn't have anything to do with it, but I'll never forget that as long as I live it was awesome Mm -hmm. and it was true I mean it wasn't even about winning the game it was that he made a basket Mm -hmm. it was just and we won the game too which is nice but I'm just saying (laughs) well it was like a double dip but it was great but it wasn't about the game it was Mm -hmm. about him making the basket that was just so cool and it wasn't it was that just so elevated you know the it was a beautiful thing it was just like really cool that they cared that much about a a person not the outcome of the, the I was I was blown away actually. I mean, for a seventh grade team to think like that. Okay, I'm leaving right now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's take a break. It's Erica Salt of the Queen of Tea. We'll be back with more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every 
every single Tuesday. Dominique, where else can you find us? Facebook, uh, SoundCloud. Love them. The internet, teensportsradio.com. Instagram. Where else am I? Ah, how about 12, AM 1290? We're on, uh, let's see, Tuesdays, 9 a.m. Hello. 11 p.m. Uh-huh. on Tuesdays. Uh-huh. Sundays, 6 p.m. Uh-huh. And Mondays, 3 a.m. Did I get it? You got it. By the way, of the four broadcasts, three of them, and this is interesting, three of them are multiples of three. Nine, six, and three. Tesla would be really happy. That's that's right. (laughs) And then we're also doing a big scrub. I mean, big shouts for Claudia Moreau. She's she's cleaning us up. We're going to do an all-new website, I didn't Uh, tell you. Inspired brand. All right. Yes. And then uh, we are, what else are we doing? We're doing Easy Epiphany Art. She's also doing that. She's my business partner there. EasyEpiphanyArt.com. We have an online um, store out there now. Yep. So that's exciting. I need to upgrade my website. Yes. Maybe I need to get in touch with her. Yeah, yes. she's awesome. Okay. She's really awesome. All righty then. Okay, so you want to close out the show? Yeah. Okay. I, just real quick, a quick question for the ladies. When you are studying your academics, do you do it all on a laptop or do you incorporate handwriting? I incorporate handwriting. I just like usually rewrite my notes and things. I try to honestly stay off my laptop as much as possible mm-hmm. because um, like I get distracted with other things on my laptop. But mm-hmm. I mean, most of the homework like these days, I feel like is mostly on the laptop and Westmont kind of promotes that in a way. But some of my teachers try to like take away from that and have you read the book or use note cards. Like I try to use note cards instead of online note cards because mm-hmm. I don't want to get distracted. So my a lot of my teachers actually discourage using laptops for taking notes in class because of the distraction factor and I've actually realized like for classes that I do take notes on my computer I get even a sense of like stress or anxiety because there's too many different things going on or I have too many different tabs open and so my attention isn't fully focused on what is right in front of me Um, so definitely my reason for asking this is there are immense amount of studies going on right now because handwriting is no longer taught in school cursive is no longer taught in school yep you and I I we all learn cursive the kids right now are not being taught cursive and they are realizing that when you write in cursive you're active parts of your brain that do not get activated when you type on your computer. So there is a movement now to get laptops out of school. I know. Your retention of the information is much stronger if you write it. Senator Barber, we are out of time, but you know something? Let's make somebody happy today. God bless you. See you next week! Woo!